about a week ago or so, I was at work and I was helping this lady and she was very kind and, and cheerful and she had two kids that were very nice and it was very pleasant. And um, I was like, okay, great. Well, you're all set. Um, you have a good day. And she's like, oh, wait. Uh, and I was like, yeah. And she looks at me very seriously and goes, you know, you're going to die, right? <laughs> wow. <What>? Okay. <laughs> and I was like, um, yes. And she starts pulling out these like chick tracks or whatever, like Christian pamphlets. And oh, she's no. like, do you know where you're going to go when you die? I was like, um, I have some ideas <laughs> and she's like, she starts handing me these things and she's like, if you want to know where to go and you probably know what your options are, if you want to go to the good place, well, then you need to find God or, you know, she starts going to her spiel and I was like, okay, well, you have a great day. Uh, I will see you later. <laughs> wow. Just like, oh, wait a minute. I forgot. Uh, no, no, I paid. It's not that. Uh, are yeah. you gonna, do you want to go to heaven or hell? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, so inappropriate. Like, right. Uh, could you imagine if I just like started doing that to people like, Hey, you know, God's not real, right? <laughs> <laughs> I say just, that all just the customers. time. <laughs> yeah. To people who are like talking about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like have a good day. Uh, the afterlife yeah. is a fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of like um, pettiness, though, uh, you need to leave this in the cast this week. But uh, my sister, Amber, in uh, my sister in law, Amber, <laughs> she's a total uh -huh. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to leave that in? Yeah, 100% leave it in. Uh oh, yeah, right, she listens. Yeah, she used to listen. Let's see if she still does. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Part-Time Podcast. My name is Chris, and this week I'm joined by my full-time friends, Tim. Uh, hoy hoy. And Addison. Uh, Addison. Welcome to episode 70. Uh, we had to take a week off just to recharge our batteries after uh, how much <laughs> fire we burnt last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we um, flew too close to the sun, our wings were a little mm -hmm. scorched, and we, we had to back off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and Addison also had to take a vacation or something. I don't know. I, a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Now, now we're recharged and uh, definitely not sick. So, um. <laughs> um, yeah, I did get really sick on the last day of my vacation. Um, I threw up so hard that I lost my voice. So if I come off a little strange, um, deal with it and suck my dick. <laughs> wow okay <laughs> this is not episode 69 anymore what's going on oh sorry <laughs> he's got a specific ritual when he has to puke where he does it in cadence with disturbs down with the sickness so every time he pukes he's like Ooh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that was a very graphic way to <laughs> describe how a very personal thing yeah. um but he's now married uh to a toilet uh, he's got a yeah. second wife. <laughs> well, he yeah. did take vacation to a place where that's allowed, I guess. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's allowed more so than it's just like, 
nobody they turn a blind eye. I guess that's really yeah, so it's allowed. That's, that's a second way to say it's allowed. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You got me there. Yeah, I, yeah. I did I did totally see one of those those fundamentalist Mormons with like the weird hair. Nice. Yeah. I and I shouted. Well, I was in the car, but I was like, Amanda, look it. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. Like in did you see Bird Box? <laughs> Just opening her eyes. Look at it. <laughs> That's all I see now is that meme and like Addison peeling Amanda's eyes back, like holding her face out the car window. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> um, yeah, Utah's pretty weird. Um, the semis there are allowed to go the speed limit of the cars yep. and drive mm-hmm. in whatever lane they want. Mm-hmm. And they do. They very much they do. do. And I, I hate it. It's scary. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the truck drivers love it, but I definitely don't appreciate having to drive near huge semis at 80 miles an hour. Yeah. No. And they love to box you in too. It's like oh, their favorite yeah. thing is to see you coming up to try to pass them. And then they speed up and box you in. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you might, our fortunes here might change in that regard. Like you might be able to uh, buy your way out of this kind of situation. Um, we, uh, I received an email in our uh, podcast email. Um, oh, what's that email again? Uh, Podcasters at gmail.com. Okay, cool. Uh, mm, and if okay. you, you all have, you know, uh, our listeners out there, if they also want to be as generous as this person. Um, you know, you can go ahead and send an email, but we got an email from someone named uh, Laisha Rules. Oh, okay. Cool. Wait, okay. Is, is that what their name is, or that's what their email is? That's their name. Oh, wow. Cool name. Uh, so let me go ahead and read this email we just got to you. Uh, it says, Hello, my name is Laisha Rules. I am a 73 years old widow from California. Oh, no. I found your contact information on an evangelical group website. No, you didn't. <laughs> I have I a terminal. True. I have a terminal illness, and as a result, I'm willing to transfer my inheritance worth over ten million to you in exchange for <laughs> a promise that you will always look out for poor and vulnerable people around you. Uh, uh, if you're yeah. interested, <laughs> if you're interested in this inheritance, please reply back. My lawyer will get to you shortly. Um, so I, I just wanted to run that past you all before I responded to the, you know, her and get in touch with the lawyer. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. I mean, get, get with that lawyer. Like, let's, let's get this sorted out guys. I mean, I want to buy a house that I don't need that is too big for my family. You know, that's like my dream. Yeah. And all you have to do is be nice to poor and vulnerable people around I, you. That's I'm the poor yeah. and vulnerable. Like that's me. Yeah. It just described me. <laughs> In this scenario, if if this you know if her lawyer is going to honor this verbal agreement she sent to us, um, all we have to do is never surround ourselves with poor and vulnerable people. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we're the poorest person in the room, we're fine. Guys, we could we could do our compound that we've always dreamed of. Ooh. Like then we're only surrounded by ourselves. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Mm. Wow. Oh man, let's make this happen. <laughs> Plus, it doesn't uh, say that we have to give any of the money to the poor. Just that we have to be like nice to them, right? Yeah, just be like, oh hey, uh, don't walk the- over there. There's glass. Yeah, uh, oh careful. Or I saw a cop over that way. You might want to, 
you know, smoke your drugs over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe wear a helmet when you ride a bike. Yeah. 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 Uh, buy Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> buy Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, the best, the best hamburger in Portland is PDX sliders. And if you can't get to that one, find a mo- uh, killer burger, you know, that mm. type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, guys, we're not, we're, we don't have the $10 million yet. So let's stop this nonsense. Oh, shoot, like, shoot, we shoot, don't shoot. have yeah, to be yeah. nice oh. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In case uh, one of you enterprising listeners is like, oh, I'm going to email this person right now and get this money before them. Uh, I used a pseudonym. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you can go looking around for Leisha rules all you want, but you're never going to find her. <laughs> so we're about to be $10 million richer. Oh, I can't wow. wait. What are you guys going to do with your money? I'm buying us a compound. I already said it. We're okay. gonna we're gonna move to our compound. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll fund digging a moat and filling it with snakes. Oh yes, <laughs> so many snakes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pay to rename every uh, public school named after Abraham Lincoln or George Washington to something else. <laughs> to, to what? <laughs> um, Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> Riverdale. <laughs> well, all, all the George Washingtons get switched to Abraham Lincoln and Lincoln to Washington. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. Gosh. Every preschool will be named Scott's Tots. <laughs> oh man, that oh, was no. like the worst episode. Yeah. So cringe. Oh. I'll uh I'll name everything after like insane clown posse songs. Uh <laughs> and every school's mascot is gonna be magnets. How do they work? <laughs> uh yeah, so go look that meme up if you don't know. You're 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 in for a treat. Oh yeah, major treat. Wow. Well I I've I've got something here <laughs> I've got something here we could transition to. Speaking of treats, uh this is going to get us right into it. <laughs> oh my god! So I miss these. I miss these primo segues. Yeah. I know I missed you guys so much. That week <laughs> off was killer. Like I wanted to die. Oh man! Uh, Addison almost did die. Yeah, uh, on the road and next to a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you all know about uh, the ho- the hog calling contest that happens every year. No, but I I need to know about it because I need to compete. So uh, I have some audio here that I'm going to try to play on my phone because I don't really know how to do it via the recording. So we're going to do this. But apparently there is a stage in which you can get to at the Illinois State Fair where people do hog calling. Um, and it is buck wild. Uh, I'm going to play a few audio clips here and I'm going to hope that I'm going to get it right. But this is the first one. So let me know if you can hear this. See how well I do today. Wait for it. What the <laughs> Whoa! Oh my god. 
<laughs> That's aggressive. So that's that guy, and then he's immediately followed by this woman. And okay, so uh, imagine like Relief Society arms to the tenth degree in this one. <laughs> um, and I'm just I'm just gonna try to play this clip. Hopefully, it comes through. Jesus Christ. Calm down. It's not that serious. (laughs) What the What is wrong with these people? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so that's her. I'm going to try to find this other one here. Oh, here we go. Okay, hold on. Okay, here, here's this guy. This guy is wearing uh, a polo shirt with like a oh. white stripe across his chest. The rest of it's green. It's more like a rugby shirt, actually. I'm looking at it. Okay. Uh, and he's wearing black uh, sunglasses, like spy sunglasses. And this is, this is an indoor event, by the way. Oh. <laughs> um, so... He, this this is another contestant of this same thing. What is going on? Jesus. <laughs> And I, like that, it just it just goes on like that for forever. Just people doing that over and over and over again, and eventually they pick a champion. And I don't know what the criteria is because why would you ever need to do that to call a pig? <laughs> do you have to call pigs? No, like what's the deal with like the suey thing? Like what? Why do they do that? That's not it's a proper pig noise. calling form. Yeah. yeah, it's like the rule. It has to include one suey before you can get into the rest of it. It's like tradition right yeah like it does okay so i am currently staying on a 2000 acre ranch that is like covered in wildlife and so we have all these different calls like actual little like you know manufactured calls to call animals in which is i'm guessing what these people are trying to do is like call animals in to get closer to them yeah none of them make a noise that sounds like a human (laughs) voice (laughs) or a word like not yeah. a single one of them. So, like, what is the purpose of this? Mm. I, I don't I don't know, because I was poking around, and they also have an event, uh, and I don't have any videos saved for this, uh, unfortunately, but they also have an event for calling people back to dinner, you know, like ringing the <laughs> dinner bell, and, and it's just as wild as oh, this man. big thing, calling people back to dinner. <laughs> you know, they, and they, like, People like to say that us whites don't have culture. <laughs> try, try again, sweaty. Yeah. What have you ever been to the Illinois State Fair? Come on. <laughs> I, I yeah. I don't. I don't know. Oh, it's a, it's called the husband calling contest. Oh man, is oh, what it's called. Um, I'm afraid to like. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll play a clip here, and if this sucks, I'll 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 edit it out. Okay. All right. Oh. This is second place. 
<laughs> what the? <laughs> that was second place. Okay. So I don't. Can I, before we go judge on, it for me. Before we go on, like I'm not an advocate of domestic violence in any state, <laughs> in any sort. However, <laughs> I mean, if somebody tried to like beckon me to a meal like that, I mean, I would probably kill them. Like that would be my first <laughs> response is to like, is, is murder homicide? Like, well, that would be your right to do so. Okay. I'm not like, I just wanted to like test no. the wall. I'm not like off the wall here. Like I'm no. Yeah. I mean, the constitution's there for a reason. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, I, right, right. I want to make sure. Okay. Here's first place. That so this is an old lady wearing a hat with lots of flowers on it in a (laughs) pioneer style dress, um, and she looks exactly like the kind of person who would participate in this. Yeah. Um. So between those two events, uh, which noise would you rather hear on a regular basis? Oh Oh, man. Can I? Is this like a? Uh, or is this our thought experiment? Because I I pick <laughs> stabbing out my eardrums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I don't, man. I Iowa is a weird, or no, Illinois. Sorry, sorry, Iowa. I didn't mean to put you on blast there. Illinois <laughs> is a weird place, you guys. Yeah. And why? And why I, do they need this? And I want to know, like, are these actually effective, or is it just like, what do people like to hear? Because right. if they're not, if they're not actually measuring this to how many pigs of how much distance is actually being called, then this is just like you know fucking around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's what pigs do. It's a bunch of malarkey, <laughs> and I'm not here for but, it. Yeah, no. bunch of we live- corn corn pop and and uh, hustle <laughs> hustle grab ass. <laughs> and we live in a post malarkey world, right? <laughs> I um, hope that this took I, place like pre 2021, like. Before January 20th, because, I mean, I thought that we were done with this malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is pre, it is pre malarkey uh, okay. times. Okay. This is a malarkey uh, free podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I know, Tim, that you live in a, you're currently visiting a place right now where like wild hogs are a problem. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe try this instead of all that carnage and violence that you condone all the time. It, I guarantee mm-hmm. you it's not going to work. Like I've tried to call in <laughs> pigs and it, nothing works. Like nothing works to call in a pig. You just have to put food out. Like why is pig calling a thing then? Like who calls a pig if a pig can't be called? Why, why are they saying suey? Like wh- what's <laughs> the point? It, none of it works. Oh, you know what? I figured it out. It's probably a racist thing, you guys. Oh, probably. It's all I. The only contestants I ever saw doing this were white people. So I want to say, and this is the Midwest, so it's probably a safe bet. I'm sorry, everyone. I've brought something racist onto the show. Yeah, is it um like the uh, Illinois, like where the KKK was like started and most rampant still currently? 
I don't know, but I know pigs do hate it there. <laughs> and, and apparently some husbands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I came across that today and I wanted to, to uh, if I had to know this, I wanted you to know this as well. Well, I'm, mm. I'm sad that I now know it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it, the thing that, that was the catalyst for me about finding this out was if you want to look this up there's the guy who does the uh metal covers of like meme videos mm-hmm. uh and he does a heavy metal version of those pig calling uh wow. and it's it's phenomenal yeah that sounds better yeah so yeah. go look that up um i mean speaking of pig calling uh uh-huh. somebody else was in the news this week oh Uh, you guys know our friend Mike Lindell, right? Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Um, the guy who makes those little chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I think that's Lint. This is Lindell. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so he's the CEO of the MyPillow. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, famed author. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like New York Times From- bestselling author. What was it from crackhead to comfortable head now with a pillow? Uh, yeah. From hard to soft. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my pillow is known for its late night infomercials and radio ads. Um, and mm-hmm. these may help maintain the brand's revenue after retailers cut ties with the brand. CEO Mike Lintel told uh, business insider. Uh, so, since January, MyPillow's products have been pulled from at least 22 retailers, oh, including whoa. Sam's Club, Kohl's, and Bed Bath & Beyond, after wow. Lindell spread voter fraud conspiracy theories. Uh, <laughs> it tried to go to the White House to convince <laughs> them of doing that, just that yeah. thing. So, uh, Lindell spoke to Insider in a phone interview on Thursday where he discussed the approximately $65 million in lost revenue this year that is expected to cost the company. Um, As previously reported by Insider's Jacob Samuelson, we obviously can't get that back. We're going to lose that, (laughs) Lindell told Insider (laughs) on Thursday. Um, but the growing audience for radio and podcast shows could help MyPillow <clears throat> fill this gap through direct-to-consumer sales by creating more advertising opportunities, he said. Um, so don't take us talking about him as one of these uh, direct-to-consumer <laughs> ads. Uh, <laughs> no, no, this no, is no. definitely not sponsored by Mike Lindell. Uh, we yeah. fucking hate that guy. <laughs> um, if anything, this is an anti-ad. <laughs> right, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he says, we're going to look at other strategies to try and get that revenue back. We're looking at every space for that. We've expanded so much in radio and podcast that our biggest expansion, uh, that it's our biggest expansion right now. It's just booming right now. We hope that it makes <laughs> up a lot of it. I, um, I'm not sure he knows what podcast advertising actually is because no, he's, of course not. he's paying podcasters to talk about his pillow. But it doesn't translate to sales because uh, every 
podcast app that is worth using has a little button on it that lets you skip forward 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And when the ads come on, everybody pushes that. Yes. Uh, So because MyPillow has always focused on direct consumer advertising, the shift from retailers to DTCs won't be hard for the brand. Um, This guy, Matt Volda, I guess he's a CEO of Optimine. Whoever the fuck that Uh is. (laughs) Um, Lindell said in late March that lots of customers have been buying products directly through MyPillow.com. And that's had uh, to hire more staff to meet demand. It's expanded just uh, beyond just pillows. And Lindell told Insider Thursday it had more than 110 different products. Uh, what do they have? What do they sell other than pillows? Like I, I don't know pillows for your book that you have you <laughs> bought as well. I mean, it's got to be like stupid shit. Like, there's no way that this company makes anything that's worthwhile. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna ruin my Google SEO by going to my pillow. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, okay, let us on. sit on. Well, what are these other 110 different products, Chris? Okay, sites loading. Uh, oh my god, this website is the worst <laughs> I have ever seen. <laughs> it is straight up from nineteen like ninety-six. Oh no. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> what I am seeing currently, if you go to mypillow.com, uh, you are greeted with a large image of Mike Lindell himself hugging a pillow while smiling at the screen. Uh, he's wearing a tastefully open, uh, open buttoned button up shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like three buttons down, like way too many. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's open enough to give liberal room for his large cross that he's probably <laughs> oh displaying. Um, and it says guaranteed the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Oh, <laughs> he's no. underlined you'll and own. What? Um, <laughs> Why? And then right next to that is a ad for his book with God, all things are possible. Um, selling currently for nine ninety seven, uh, free shipping. Okay, but yeah. my pillow apparently owns another company called My Slippers, so they make pillows for your feet. <laughs> um, they also make this makes absolutely no sense on God's green earth. Why? You can buy a six-piece my pillow towel set. <laughs> yeah, what, wait, are they pil- are they towel pillows? Like, what's the deal? Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, <laughs> they make Giza Giza Dreams sheet sets, which I guess is a uh, racist way to say Egyptian cotton. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> on par. Okay, <laughs> let's see. They have mattress toppers. They have adjustable beds. They have my pillow bathrobes. My pillow throw blankets. My pillow two-piece pajama sets. What? Um, uh, what oh, else? Wow. He's got gift cards. He's got uh, oh, children's Bible story pillows. Oh Ew, no! What? Okay. No. <laughs> Full explanation. What are we working with here? Uh, I just clicked on it. Um, oh, there's a video. Good God, there's a video. Um, <laughs> they are printed pictures. So on this one, I'm looking at is the Garden of Eden with a with a lion with a head. Five times bigger than it needs to be. Uh-huh. Um, it, with Mount Fuji with the top blown off in the background. It's a flat-topped Mount Fuji. Um, the Holy Bible is open up on the riverbank. It looks like it might actually be in the river. 
Um, Wait, hold on. So the Bible already existed in the Garden of Eden? <laughs> yeah, because on the back of the pillow, uh, the whole world is in God's hands oh, um, with, with stars all over it. And then it says, God creates heaven and earth. And then it's just days one through seven, the story of the creation. Wow. Um, so you can get this you know, beautifully rendered picture that uh, definitely won't rub color all over your child's face when they sleep <laughs> on it <laughs> with a printed story on the back that they're definitely going to read yeah. <laughs> while they're trying to fall asleep. Wow. Uh, they've got Jonah and the whale, Noah's Ark, Daniel in the lion's den, which is, story, you know, <laughs> everyone's favorite bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh shit! There's reviews. Oh yes, oh, perfect. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> Mike, okay, sorry, that was loud. Uh, my cousin Nancy is a Christian woman who is living with a rare cancer. She loves what you stand for. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Freedom and political truth. She has told us all to support you and your company. This Valentine's Day, she gave my grandchildren and my sister's grandchildren your biblical pillows for children. A total of 10 pillows, plus six for her grandson. Oh, my God. They're beautiful. Thank you for making these. (laughs) Oh, man. I can't, you know, weirdly enough, I cannot filter by uh, the rating. They're all five stars. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Suspicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this person says they, in all caps and bolded, we need more Bible stories to collect. I would <laughs> love to be able to tell my kids my favorite Bible stories. Oh, God. <laughs> what is it with, like, <clears throat> boomers and unnecessary, like, capitalization and exclamation points and underlining? Like, yeah. why do they love that so much? I don't know. Man, this is... Whew. Wow, that's a this is a lot to process, you guys. I need to go to bed now after seeing this. <laughs> so, like pre-pandemic, I was helping a guy run f- like uh, helping him with his political campaign to run for a city council in Southern California. And the nonsense that this guy wrote that he wanted to put on his website was in- it was pure insanity. Like it literally looked like somebody writing like a manifesto with the amount oh. of like underlined words and exclamation points and then like randomly capitalized words. I'm like, this guy <laughs> literally is going to like, he's going to lose a city council run because he did. Um, but he's like immediately going to go and like, I don't know, bomb the nuclear power plant in San Clemente or something. <laughs> like this dude is insane. It was wild, wild shit. Fucking boomers. Oh, yeah. He's got more printed pillows, and they're just like the dumbest stuff. It's it it deers in a field. Um, <laughs> one called the good old days, and it's just like an old no. country town store in like rural uh, frontier America with like a burning cross um, and a noose in front of it, or what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's one called Night Lights, and it's just a wolf looking at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and here's the here's the bet. This is the penultimate best one. It says it, this one's titled "Can't Bear to Look." And it's a window pane with bears looking at you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> one, of them, one of them, a baby bear is climbing in the tree. 
you know, being a peeping Tom and other bear is just straight up, not even trying to hide what kind of a pervert it is. Just looking at you through this window. <laughs> wow. And then the artist in it, you know, in all his cleverness, uh, painted the knot in the tree to look like an eye. Wow. Christ. <laughs> uh, this one has, uh, it does have a one star review. Um, it says, Hey, where's the hummingbird pillow? <laughs> that's the one star oh my god that's the one star review so yeah uh cool cool company cool guy cool story yeah well wow. i mean we might be laughing at how much we hate this guy but it's a privately owned company so we can't see its financial information however he told the new york times that in 2019 um he did 300 million dollars in business wow oh my gosh wow so on pillows what the yeah. hell? It's because but, he sells to conservatives. They'll buy anything that has the the constitution on it. Yeah. Dude, which I, I know because I'm looking at a pillow that has the constitution on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, apparently this guy spends five million dollars a month in advertising. Whoa. I mean these pillows pillows gotta be like dirt cheap to make. Like that's that's like Coca-Cola money, isn't it? Like Yeah. Like Spending five million a month in advertising? Jesus oh my gosh! Insane. They also sell something called Beach Bark, which is from the Beach Bark Brittle Company. They sell Freedom Flags, which is oh. just an American flag. <laughs> what the? F- so, what kind of assholes buy Freedom Flags? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, all of these people suck. Wow. Oh man. There's, uh. there's the American flag and spinning pole set. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. He's got Donald the Caveman books. Which is what? Just Donald, Donald Trump is a caveman. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> uh. Dre- <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. <laughs> yes, we broke Chris. Finally. Yes. What the heck? Freedom Coffee? Body Detailer? It's just soap. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, so good. I'm not even halfway through the list. Oh, my God. Right side up apparel. It's just shirts you put on the right way. (laughs) (laughs) These people so dumb, they need a shirt that's like specifically with an arrow. Like, stop. This can't be real. He sells something called Bleed Stop and there's (laughs) Band-Aids. It says stop the bleeding in seconds. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, oh! Oh, he's got a magazine called Love, Joy, and Trump. No, (laughs) no. Oh, oh, shoot! Oh man, you know I'm on this website now, and like everything says, like you know, save fifty percent, or it's you know half off, or you know if it's twenty dollars, it's ten dollars. If all of these, everything's on sale. But you have to have a promo code, and I've been looking on Google for promo codes for his website, and I'm not finding anything. Oh my gosh, I I I can't. There's nothing in this 
in this world that can like make me feel the way this website's making me feel. (laughs) I, I, I am broken. I'm a broken person. If this person is making that kind of cash with this snake oil bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this guy sucks. I hate this guy. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously let's continue our boycott on Mike Lindell and my pillow. Um, again, this was the anti ad from, uh, the part-time podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please don't buy any of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I will die. Well, it sounds like uh, after all that heavy laughing that you're getting a little thirsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck because uh, Savage Bakery in Birmingham, Alabama is now serving a new kind of lemonade. Oh, no. A special concoction customers won't find on their regular menu. Uh, okay. Mm, I'm so scared. <laughs> Uh, Lisa, or sorry, Liza Scott, the seven-year-old daughter of the owner, Elizabeth Scott, has set up a lemonade stand inside the bakery in Homewood. Because when life gave her lemons, she made lemonade. For, <laughs> okay. For her customers, it's a cool, thirst-quenching treat. But for Lisa, it's a sign of hope and perseverance in okay. the face of adversity because the proceeds from each glass of lemonade will help fund Liza's upcoming... Brain surgeries. Oh, what's going on here? (laughs) It was less than a month ago that Liza began having grand mal seizures, which cause unconsciousness and violent muscle contractions. Weeks later, doctors learned her, this spunky, loving, fearless, bright, happy girl has schizencephaly. It's a malformation of the clefts in the brain. In most, in, in every instances of these real malformations, Doctors only see one malformation, but in Liza's case, she has three. Elizabeth Scott, the mother, uh, she purchased additional insurance to help pay for Liza's brain surgeries. But with travel and hotel costs heaped on top of medical expenses, the family is already nearing ten thousand in out-of-pocket expenses. As a single mom, wait, oh, go ahead. What insurance policy exists that you can buy extra insurance and you're still coming out of pocket ten grand? Right? That um, seems uh, like it's lies, but okay, go ahead. Okay. As a single mom and the financial supporter of both my children, this is not something you can budget for, Elizabeth Scott said. So in addition to selling lemonade, the Scots are asking for donations. Okay. Now, luckily, they've made uh, almost $400,000 by what? asking for donations. Yeah. For lemonade? <laughs> from like like GoFundMe, basically. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Did you mean four hundred dollars? I was no, yeah, four hundred thousand dollars. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, she's a seven year old with like messed up brain. Is she though? Like, does <laughs> who's fact checking the, that this person exists? Because yeah, she's got TBD. Yeah, <laughs> to be determined. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I like specifically remember like a a famous YouTuber like helping a homeless guy 
Uh, oh yeah. Through setting up a GoFundMe, and it turns out that they were just like scamming everybody, and he wasn't homeless, and they just kept all the money. Yeah. So um, well, this in this case, the girl really is uh, seven, and she is really cute. Um, in a not weird way, like she's precocious or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this made me think, like, how is it that that these people i don't know how to even say how is it that you can get a brain you can be born with a messed up brain and you still have to pay people to have that fixed well yeah i mean obviously that's the biggest issue (laughs) in this country is the fact that like you know you can just be born automatically and your whole life is fucked yeah because of a medical procedure or because needing medical procedures and and i don't yeah. want to like as the like i believe i'm the sole glasses wearer on this podcast like mm-hmm. i mean like i was born and my eyes were fucked up and yeah. like every day for the rest of my life i have to wear fucking glasses and every year i have to replace those glasses and they're not like inexpensive like the lenses cost like 300 fucking dollars jeez so like why is that not just take and i have it i had insurance and it still cost that much money so like why is that not just taken care of yeah like i didn't ask for fucked up eyes this girl didn't ask for a fucked up weird fold brain yeah that we know of at least yeah oh that's true i haven't interviewed her yet but i will yeah um (laughs) but we will (laughs) i was i was actually like fascinated by this because it's like i mean this is great that they got almost nearly half a million dollars basically um, but like, I know most people don't get that because they're not mm-hmm. seven year old, cute little kids. Right. And, uh, I did some research and it turns out one in three GoFundMe campaigns are for medical bills alone. Jesus oh yeah. I, that's, that's the majority of GoFundMe campaigns that I see advertised in my social network is for medical expenses. That's insane. Yeah. It's almost it's almost exclusively for medical expenses or like somebody somebody's like infertile or whatever they're trying in vitro and they can't afford it and they need help. It's like, I mean, that also feels to me like something that should be a little bit more affordable. Yeah, it's it's insane that and we live in a day and age where people still do not want to fund for these little seven year old cute kids to be able to have free healthcare and go to the doctor and get their brain fixed. Right. You know, I would love to see like a breakdown of that donor list too, and find out how many of them are like self-proclaimed ultra right-wing conservatives Mm. who are like, you know, they're like, Oh, Jesus is telling me that I should give them $10. However, if it was like, you know, a dollar 50 a month out of their paycheck, for everybody in the United States to have healthcare, they would literally burn down the Capitol building and storm it and uh, try and murder people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we can't even get people to uh, uh, get behind having $15 minimum wage spread out over something dumb, like eight or nine years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not even going to happen now. I probably, by the time it happens, they'll have forgotten about it. And like, we can't even get people to, to like be excited about that. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, I think, though, we have found a market opportunity is what I'm hearing. Yes. Um, because, 
since we do live in a free market and everything is acceptable and the rules are made up and nothing matters, um, we just start a company where you can rent a seven-year-old to do <laughs> a GoFundMe campaign. Yes. So, like, whatever, whatever your life-threatening medical issue is, if you don't have your own seven-year-old or it's not happening to one that you know, um, you just rent the rights to use the, the likeness of one that we have in a database. Mm -hmm. uh, we just yeah. borrow Mitt Romney's binder full of women. There's got to be some... <laughs> It's got to be some seven-year-olds in there. <laughs> oh, maybe oh, Matt Gates I'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of seven-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and to be clear, I'm not advocating for like you renting a person. I'm yeah, saying yeah. that you enter, it's like a talent contract, you know, mm. like they are an actor or somebody that you hire. Uh, let's say like a, mm, I'll throw out a term, like a crisis actor. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you rent... <laughs> You, you contract for their services to be the face of your campaign because mm -hmm. your campaign will most likely be, be more successful if you have someone like this versus your own made for podcasting face, you know, mm. and or body. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, now, what if you have some sort of disease or illness or whatever that only happens to older people like, I don't know, prostate cancer? See, I think older people are their own thing because okay. uh, everybody's got like a you know, cute old grandparent or something that, that they love, or they've mm -hmm. got like a story about like, you know, they got prostate cancer because they've got shrapnel from the war jammed up there that they couldn't get removed <laughs> or whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> that checks out. That's how that works. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Um, Maybe we do like what Mike Lindell did and we make up some story about them being like a meth addict. And then yeah. now they're Trump supporters. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you can sell them stupid products like blood blankies, which are just like, <laughs> just band-aids. <laughs> we don't even like attempt to rebrand them. Like we literally just ship out like a Walgreens bandage. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think we just identified a gap in the market and I think that, uh, we can supplement our $10 million that's coming, you know, going to be wire transferred to us any day now, uh -huh. um, you know, to reinvest in some cheap property and we can rent that property back out to people at a affordable price. Yeah. We got to get, get our money to work for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm all about that passive income. Right. Yeah, you know, we <laughs> want to be true capitalists. However, we can manipulate the market for our benefit, regardless of its consequences. I'm mm -hmm. all yeah. for it. Awesome. Right. And the reason why, like, you know, we've allowed our podcast to cost us money versus making us money is a tax shelter. Right. The more money we lose, the less taxes we have to pay. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We could be like one of the great companies, like you know, Nike that pays zero dollars in federal income tax, regardless of the millions and millions of dollars that we pull in. Yeah. They're oh, just yeah. out there doing it. Yeah. Just do it, which is not just pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So, um, uh, don't steal this idea from us, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys see that tweet that Bernie Sanders posted about the companies that paid zero in federal taxes? Yeah. <laughs> there there were some big companies there. 
Nike was the top of yeah. that list. Yeah. Uh, HP, Hewitt Packard, zero dollars yeah. in taxes. Uh, FedEx, Dish Network. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't some of that money supposed to trickle down to us? Like they don't pay the taxes so that the money, they have more money to give to us like and pay their workers. Isn't that, isn't that the philosophy? I don't well, allegedly, know. Allegedly. I mean, have you guys looked into these companies though to see where those profits go? No, I'm still so messed up from Mike Lindell that like, I don't think I'll ever recover. <laughs> so I, I, I took a look. So the cool thing about, you know, like the Trump uh, corporate tax cuts and the Bush corporate tax cuts and basically all the Republican corporate tax cuts that have been happening since, you know, like the 1970s is they allow for you to pay out bonuses to your board when you have those profits and those bonuses can be paid in stock options which you don't pay taxes on the transactions for those stock options. And if it's vested in a certain type of ta- uh, stock account, you don't have to pay taxes on owning that, pro- that money. So they'll take all that money and they'll give it to their board as bonuses in stock options so that they show a $0 income and in profit for the year. However, wow. that profit was just given in stock options to their board of directors. Wow. So those that board of directors also doesn't have to pay taxes on that stock option that they got because Jeez. it's tied up and it's not vested or whatever the fuck they do to hide money because yeah. we don't tax uh you know transactions on the stock market. Yeah. And and it, it makes total sense that they are able to do something like that and then you know like the IRS can come let, let's say like send me a letter 5 years later saying that hey that tax cut that we said you qualified for you actually didn't qualify for and now you owe us uh you know a couple hundred dollars plus interest for the oh and there's also a late fee uh you know that that makes sense why i should have to do something like that and like they get away you know because they're so much smarter and like uh you know more businessy than i ever will be well they also obviously they need it more than you do oh totally yeah because you know eventually they're gonna trickle that money down into my pocket (laughs) right so wow uh you know we're just we're all just working one day at a time to get that uh five thousand square foot home (laughs) that we don't need (laughs) it's the american dream yeah i can't wait to own almost an acre of land that's Mm -hmm. gonna be great yeah i need a i need a garage just to house my other garage in And then keep all of my uh, SUV magazines so that way I can like pick one out eventually to park my SUV in the other garage I need to buy because my other one's full of magazines helping me pick out an SUV. Yeah, I got to store all those seven-year-old kit child crisis actors somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got to live somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> So you, we all remember like going to Blockbuster, right? And like picking out a movie or, you know, a DVD or whatever. Yeah. It was um, the on a greatest. Friday night. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. I do actually kind of miss it. And not just like for nostalgic reasons. Like, um, I often become paralyzed by choice. <laughs> 
the choices I have on like mm. Netflix or other streaming services. Yeah. yeah. And I Blockbuster had the same amount of choices or Hollywood video or whatever, you know, janky video rental place you had near you. Um you know, that that didn't go away there, but there was something about like perusing that felt better than <clears throat> doing it on your couch well it was know. like yes. it, it was an experience it's like you got out of the house you went to the store you like looked through the you picked them up you like read the back cover like it was a process yeah, yeah. it was like it was like selecting a, a fine wine yeah for sure. right, right right um and i mean i often have told my wife that like i miss the days when netflix did the dvd queue system in conjunction with streaming like because mm-hmm. i really enjoyed having the queue like send me a physical disc that i then had to watch and send back so like i had to do things one at a time versus like infinitely adding things and anyway we don't have to get on my like weird i'm getting older now millennial soapbox <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, you know, like I, I hold a fond place in my heart for, you know, the experience of physically picking out media. Yeah. Um, Oregon is also home to the world's last remaining blockbuster, which we have talked about a few times on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most recently, it was in the headlines because, you know, you could use it as an Airbnb. Right. Um, well, closer to home. So that's in Bend. Uh, closer to home where I live in Portland, uh, someone has reopened um, a service and they have called this Lockbuster. <laughs> okay. um, it, for all intents and purposes, it looks indistinguishable from a Blockbuster. They use the Blockbuster logo and they've just wow. taken the B off of it. Oh, nice. Um, and this place, if you didn't know any better, uh, is not actually a video store. What? Okay. Oh, uh, like they're like a locksmith. No, 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 no. Okay. Even better. Um, while it does pose as a functional video store, which you could, you know, rent videos from, it's also an escape room. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they have curated um, some immersive interactive puzzles and games to go along with the blockbuster theme uh and they say it's not not a video store but (laughs) (laughs) when you walk in uh you are uh you could go into an escape room that's blockbuster themed (laughs) i wonder could you get away with a non-consensual escape room Oh man, that's just kind of. It sounds like kidnapping. Uh, oh man, uh, yeah, that's called the situation at the border. Uh, <laughs> I think is what's happening. Uh, it's been happening for a while. But like, um, what if you made it so much fun that, like, at first you're like, "Oh my god, I'm trapped," but then, like, you know, friendship was the message the whole time, sort of thing, and you get out and you're like, "Like, yes, you kidnapped me, but man, I really learned the lesson there." <laughs> Ooh, man. And, I, yeah. and I had fun. I, I, I yeah. built friendships. Yeah, like Saw, but not so, you know, gory. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what Die Hard was all about. <laughs> I mean, you go to a location to have like this fun party, a holiday party, and then it turns into an escape room, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Or like the movie Speed, where he kidnaps that lady, and then by the end of the movie, they're having sex in a car. 
at going 60 miles an hour. <laughs> and then they did the same thing with a boat later on. <laughs> Where they had to go 60 knots. <laughs> Can you even do 60 knots? Oh, um, no. My hands would get so tired. <laughs> How many knots could you do in a minute? <laughs> oh, man, like seven for sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> How how fast how many knots can a boat go uh if they're and also this boat's in the Suez Canal. Oh, like a naval ship? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's classified. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, no, is that but, really that's not really classified, is it? It is. Yep. It's classified. How fast they can go? Yep. Okay, let's say it's not a naval ship, but <laughs> let's say it's a ship that's large and also might like launch planes off it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely classified information. Wow. Okay, well, what about what about just like a regular big boat about the size of, <laughs> of a naval ship? <laughs> not not the naval ship itself, just in the ballpark. How uh, fast can a boat go? I don't know. Three. Three knots? <laughs> okay, whatever. He's never gonna tell us. I'm not gonna, that's classified information. I can't. I can't tell that. How? Cla- why is it classified? How fast a boat can go? I can tell you a car goes sixty. <laughs> <laughs> a plane goes four hundred at least. It has to go. It has to do with like like uh, mission readiness or like uh, battle capabilities or whatever so it's like if you know how fast the boats go then you just have to make yours a little bit faster so yeah that's classified information okay well how fast could a naval ship escape from a blockbuster themed escape room (laughs) is this a consensual escape room (laughs) no nobody's ever gone into a blockbuster themed escape room consensually (laughs) (laughs) oh man we got so off topic (laughs) <laughs> it was worth it though very very worth it yeah so if you ever want to go to this place they have 1000 vhs tapes that you can get uh they're what? mostly sci-fi though wow Wait, do they rent vcrs there too because like who still owns one of those uh they yes they do you rent you can rent a vcr in conjunction with the with the vhs Pretty. wow okay i'm down yeah yeah uh well speaking of off topic weirdness, you all wanna do a thought experiment since uh Addison doesn't want to tell us how fast a boat can go. <laughs> so badly. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. So this week, you can mute people in real life. Oh, yeah. That sounds uh, phenomenal. People trying to give you religious tracks at work, you know, anything. <laughs> just mute them straight up. Um, but your shoes are always two sizes too small and you can't take them off. Oh, God. That sounds so terrible. Yeah. China did that for yeah. a, a little while and it didn't turn out too good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh as a another aside i went when i was volunteering at the boy scouts we went on this backpacking trip which was supposed to be 50 miles by the way uh someone showed up with shoes that were too small for them uh and we had to cut the toe off their shoe so that way uh they could keep walking without pain 
Jeez. Um, so, you know, where get get shoes that fit. Yeah. Except in this case where you have no choice. Well, yeah. I mean, as um, somebody who, I, I mean, I wear a size 16 shoe. So having to deal with shoes that are too small, is like something that like I've tried them on and definitely don't fit. It happens quite regularly. And if you don't love them in the store, you're never going to wear them. Right. Mm-hmm. So this just sounds like <laughs> the worst fucking day of my life. Yeah. Uh, well, your other option, if you want to have this excellent power to mute people in real life, is you can only eat your meals in a gas station bathroom. Oh, gross. So, so you can only ever eat in a gas station bathroom. So can these be meals that like I get from anywhere? Like I could prepare these meals myself, but I just, I have to consume them in this gas station's bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, okay. you, so like you're invited for a family dinner and you just, you know, you're like, Oh, I got to make myself a to go plate. I'm going to eat this later. And okay. you have to like walk <laughs> to the nearest gas station and eat it in the bathroom. Um, I, okay. I think pretty easy. I mean, I'm going to pick that one. Like, no more discussion about it. Like, that's it. I'll do that. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Fuck it. Okay. My shoes not fitting is like, just sounds like pure hell. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But just think about, think about going to, you know, like a, like a Tinder date as the youths do these days. <laughs> uh, and you know, you're invited out for a meal and you just sit there and stare at them while they eat. And they're uh-huh. like, aren't you going to touch your food? And you're like, no, I got to I got to eat this later. Yeah. It's totally explainable because like when they start talking shit, I'll just mute them. It's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get a point there. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. So with my shoes, um, I get to take them off like to go to bed, right? No, no, no. They're always two sizes too small and you can't take them off. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the shoes. What? Okay. Yeah, China turned out okay. <laughs> so are you gonna? So, but I mean, if you get into feet binding, like once they're comfortable, you're then gonna have to go two sizes smaller. Oh my god, you're right. Fuck. Yeah. So it, what would that be like a size five? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, okay, very good point. Like any any moment that they get a little bit comfortable, they actually tighten up. Shoot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh that sounds terribly unhealthy. I'm I'm going to have to go at the bathroom too then. Um Sweet. wow, okay. But, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to make my house into a gas station. <laughs> okay. Right? And then yeah. my bathroom is going to be immaculate with like an extra comfortable toilet seat, and oh, it doesn't say I have to eat on the toilet. Just have, I have to eat in the bathroom. Yeah, just yeah, in the bathroom. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you know, I make my ramen, take it to the bathroom, don't <laughs> chew, and just enjoy myself. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's not the, it's not your control of the bathroom that might be the problem. It's the fact that the minute it becomes a gas station bathroom, it attracts mm, the worst people on earth. Some I would lot, say some lot lizards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, well, I guess I'll take that back. If you if you make your uh, newly acquired six hundred thousand dollar five thousand square foot home into a gas station <laughs> yeah. bathroom and you serve people uh, of a similar, let's say, uh, 
class as you are, then mm-hmm. you got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I I'm, think that that workout, that workaround totally checks out. Like, yeah, yeah, it, that that's legit. That's copacetic. Yeah, no. yeah. What kind of shenanigans would you be able to get up to if you could mute people? Ooh. Oh, man. Um, first and foremost, watching live TV. Oh, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like these singing competition shows, you could ruin mm. every one of them. Yes. Oh man, I didn't even think about the implications of like, you know, muting people that you can see and if it's live TV then like man, you could ruin some people's careers. Yeah, mm. you could control the narrative. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd have a you, lot of power. You could, could you, like could you mute more than one person at a time? Yeah, I don't uh, see why not. Yeah, can, yeah. Like, can I can I mute, mute a crowd? You can mute as many people as you have fingers on your hand. Ooh, okay, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to divulge how many fingers I have on my hand, but it's yeah, classified. Naval <laughs> classified naval secret. It's a. They it's, might, a <laughs> it's a pretty normative number of fingers on hands. They might know how many fingers it takes to make a boat go fast. <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i would just straight up like immediately mute my uh, soon-to-be ex-sister-in-law uh amber because she's a total bitch got her twice (laughs) oh man (laughs) boom roasted (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah i mean she might actually be eating most of her meals in a gas station bathroom a hundred percent she is yeah Mm. now do we have to visit Do we have to physically see the person to mute them? Yes. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay. Otherwise, you're too powerful. Yeah, because then you could just mute the entire Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. Hold the world hostage. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You're now in a non-consensual escape room. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, the whole world would be escaping your wrath. Mm Mm-hmm. Man. We've come full circle, haven't we? <laughs> I bet you the my pillow guy would sell a product to try to circumvent your power. Mm-hmm. But only God can stop me. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the title of his book, and it would be like <laughs> teaching you how to do sign language or something. <laughs> oh, you shoot. can't mute sign language. <laughs> I forgot about sign language. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these people are still muted. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah um, if, if i mute somebody who can't speak um can they no longer move their hands around if they speak sign language no no i think it's vocal mm. yeah because you're muting this person okay so that's that's my arch nemesis is anybody who knows sign language yeah they would rise up against you. I'd be like Hitler, but for people who know sign language, okay. <laughs> and there's our Godwin's Law quota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it sounds like uh, everybody's decided. Yep. It's, it's a pretty easy decision to make, I suppose. But uh, if, if you all out there listening had a different decision or different rationale or, you know, different question in general, uh, you can go ahead and send that to pt.podcasters at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at the part-time pod. Um, we have an Instagram that we use sporadically. 
Yep. Uh, the easiest way to get a hold of us is the email. Um, or you can, um, you know, buy a home in our neighborhood uh, if you if you'd like to. Well, there's a there's a plethora of five thousand square foot, six hundred thousand dollar homes in our neighborhood here. It's gated, so you know, yeah, you get a present ID at the front, but uh, watch out for the alligators too. Uh, no money can get those out of your pool. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. As always, this has been the part-time podcast. My name is Chris. Don't quit your day job. Uh, this is Tim. We live for you and we die for you. And this is Addison. If you see a friend, tell a friend. Which one is my safe word? Is it deviant or deviant? (laughs) Deviant don't.